Ladies and gentlemen, a Disneyland program reminder. In just a few moments, the curtain will be going up on Slewfoot Sue's Golden Horseshoe Review, and plenty of free seats are still available. Thank you. So World Showcase, well, we're, the context is we've been hearing a lot of rumors about uh, them changing Maelstrom over to a frozen attraction in Norway. And it seems like Whoa, a jumping are, off wait, point for a good discussion. About this? I'm sorry? There are rumors about this? There are rumors about this. Oh, okay, go on. Yes. Did you think it was a done deal? No, I, I just I didn't know anything about this. This oh, is news to me. Just now. <laughs> The, he's, the, playing, he's playing straight, man. The, no, no, I'm really not. I just have not heard anything about this. The internets are buzzing, Louie. Look, I just, I, I've been uh, Legoing right now, okay? <laughs> yeah. All right, so, so tell me, tell me so I don't, so I don't, I'm not totally out of the loop here. Save well, that's, kind of, that's, I think that's pretty much the extent of it. I think Frozen oh, there is no actual data here. No, it's just it's a rumor, but it's it's very believable. I'm sure there's some team at WDI that is thinking about, well, if we did a frozen attraction in Norway, what would it be like? Yeah. Is it I mean, but would you think it'd be anywhere extensive? I mean, you think it might be a maelstrom thing cuz I mean, remember they did remember they did a tangled area like a meet and greet thing. They actually built like a mini Rapunzel tower at Disneyland. Am I, am I correct? Yes. Yes. And then that's all gone now, and they replaced it, and now they have like a snow-covered hut for uh, Elsa and Anna. Wow. Right. Well, and, this would I mean, this would be an overlay on, on Maelstrom. Yeah. So you yeah okay so it's like it's a retheming of Maelstrom. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's yes. The, that's the theory, and it makes it right. makes sense. That's a relatively inexpensive way to do that. Right. I mean, I guess now are we are we talking about if that's okay or not? Well, we're talking about if that's okay, and then also just a broader discussion about, well, what kind of attractions do make sense for World Showcase? Mm-hmm. Right. And should there be, because World Showcase, its its mission was to, was to sort of teach people about different cultures, and using fictitious characters inside World Showcase is a bit of a departure. Like and trolls. Like yeah, trolls. Well, no, like, like Disney like properties. Trolls, like, but like, like trolls. <laughs> well, well, no, no, well troll, little, okay. trolls really are traditional, a traditional Norwegian thing so yeah you said, it, you said fictional you but, said but fictional. culturally it makes sense you know uh but, all right but i i will say that you know i i only went on that ride i mean I, I probably went on it when i was a kid but in 2007 when i went and then later i think um god i guess 2012 or something i that ride is incredibly confusing it's super weird it's not it's not an attraction that has a clear message. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially if, if, if I'm there, if I remember correctly, the last scene is some oil, something <laughs> in the sea. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure what it is, but it, it doesn't jive with the rest of it. And I feel like it's some eco-friendly thing warning me about something, but no. I don't know what it is. I'll tell you though, the best part about that attraction was when I got out, the guy giving the spiel, I had him say it, uh, the whole spiel in his native language. Oh, nice. Which was awesome because he knew it, of course. Yeah, he just of course. goes off and rattles the whole, the whole thing. And I was like, yeah, that was cool. That was the best language part. Too. So. Yeah, I think it ends with sort of a, a, a tribute to like uh, the natural resources of Norway, where, you right. know, because you know, a big Is export it a of tribute? Norway. Yeah, is, because a is big it a cele- of- Is it a celebration of oil? Well, it's a celebration of Norway. And one of the big exports of Norway is 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 oil. <laughs> so I mean, you're basically time traveling through Norway. You start with the Vikings, and you sort of slowly move your way to the present. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I don't remember the mural and everything in the in the uh, 
queue area, but it is pretty beautiful. Yeah. That I remember being very pretty, but I don't remember any specifics of it. I mean, did did it have the whole spectrum of, of It does. That it has the whole story on there, okay. including hidden trolls. Hidden trolls, yeah. The troll thing is weird, man. I mean, I get it, but, like, it's still weird. It, <laughs> have you heard that there... Uh, and I don't know how... I don't know if this is BS or not, but I've read this multiple places. But in Iceland... Iceland for sure. Uh, probably not Norway and Sweden, but in Iceland, there are people who actually get paid to search for trolls. To, like, rid your business of trolls. Uh, it's, like, this super uh, weird thing, and I have to dig it up again to find it. But, like, I, like, Vanity Fair or The Atlantic or someone did this whole thing about this a couple years ago, and it's fascinating. All right, we're going to do some investigation. They take uh, trolls very seriously uh, in Iceland. Well, I mean, I take trolls very seriously, too. But I do, too, but they're all, like, internet dudes. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so attractions in Epcot? Well, yeah. Does, well, how, how does everybody feel about, for instance, reskinning Maelstrom to uh, to Frozen? Anybody positive, negative thoughts? I I support reskinning Maelstrom to anything because it's time. Because that thing it was built, but it's pretty much original. It's like it's 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 as antiquated as the original Universe of Energy, and actually is kind of similar to the original Universe of Energy if you think about it. Because it's like you know celebrating oil and all this stuff, but it, it's time because that thing is just super weird. And every time I've been on it in the last few years, it's been empty, you know, because nobody wants. It's yeah. like the it's like the um the the Mexico boat ride that's also just as kind of confusing. And yeah, you know, in fact, that queue area is just tiny because they know no one's yeah. on. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. like the land boat ride. Another thing that like no one really wants to go on anymore. But that's, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's well, the Mexico yeah. one also has huge capacity. It's the Pirate of the Caribbean boats, which can eat a lot of you know people very quickly. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. that's part of the reason. But you're right; it's not it's not incredibly popular. Yeah, yeah, it, I, it is super weird. Now, was the Mex the Mexico one though? As uh, as we mentioned that that was always three caballeros though, right? No, no, right? it wasn't. That's really that's in the past ten years. Yep, they, uh, there were no. Uh, I, I if I and correct me if I'm wrong, but World Showcase didn't have characters until kind of recently, isn't that correct? Like there was well, a time when they when really they didn't they they kind of kept them very separate. Every Disney park opens uh, with the intention of not having characters in it, and <laughs> yeah. then they always <laughs> add them when they get in trouble. Yeah. Do you remember when when California Adventure opened and they they actually publicized that? They had like billboards of like sort of the the gang over at Disneyland sort of peering across the way at this new place, mm-hmm. and they were they were basically saying the characters weren't there. Yeah, um, which then that didn't last at all. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, that is, so that is a, a problem. I don't necessarily mind losing Maelstrom. It's not anything uh, great, but I guess my feeling is I think it's weird to combine the fictional world of Frozen with what is supposed to be kind of an educational experience about Norway. I, and I that, agree. It's not just educational. I mean, it's actually f- populated by people from Norway. Yeah. So there are real people yeah. who, who are supposedly telling their story. They're just, I mean, not explicitly telling it, but they're, they're part right. of the exhibit. They are. And, uh, yeah. I mean, and yeah, because all of the World Showcase areas are populated with people from that country yep. yes which is yeah. which is fantastic and i remember in norway the uh the ladies were especially attractive um <laughs> so but... yeah i find it kind of weird to be combining fantasy when frozen's not not even a norwegian are myth. You... it's just totally it's a yeah. made-up thing in glendale essentially i mean it's based on you know a, a older yeah. are, are you weirded out about like any of the characters walking around in their respective areas 
You mean like if if the if uh, the the frozen characters walked around in Norway? Yeah, just like for instance, if, what if they just walked around Norway? Would you have a problem with that? Uh, I think it's the same thing as an attraction. In that case, I think it, I think it's weird fakeness combined with something that's supposed to be real. I okay, agree. It, it, it makes for a weird narrative that the cast members have to have to have to talk about. You sure. Know, now, it sort of I mean, takes them out of being sort of ambassadors and being sort of they sort of shoehorn themselves into the narrative of a of a of a property. Sure. I mean, now, is that face characters or characters that you can't see their face, or is it both? Doesn't, or what? doesn't matter. I mean, if kids yeah. are going to to Norway to meet, uh, what is it, uh, Anna and Elsa, mm-hmm. that's not what you're supposed to be going to Norway at Epcot sure. to do. Yeah, agree. Right. So, so I mean, it isn't it isn't a tragedy exactly, but I feel like it's kind of heading in the wrong direction. I mean, and this isn't the first time they've they've done that. I mean, Remy is in Paris, I mean, in in a smaller role, mm-hmm. and the Three Caballeros in Mexico we already talked about. Yep. So it's 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 made its way around a bit. Sure. I feel and I like mean, those like... two are a little bit more legit though. Like Remy's entire existence is in a real place. Like everything in Frozen is pretty much kind of a melange of a lot of different. A lot of different uh, cultures and myths, and you know, it's it's a lot of different things. And but right. Remy Lim does live in France. Well, you know? he does. He does. But I feel like isn't there a story to be told there about actual chefs and not our made-up rat chef? True. <laughs> yes. True. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that and that has to do with where the characters are actually from, and you can tell that like they're definitely shoehorning mm-hmm. like some characters in areas. Like, I mean, I, I think we talked about this before. Aladdin's in Morocco, but that's you know, terrible. The story actually. of Aladdin is is a Middle Eastern tale. It's not like you know Northwest Africa, right? So that's 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 a really strange one, and they 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 put him there because thematically it looks similar and we're racially insensitive yeah but it's like i mean yes remy you know it's very obvious that it's france in the film and i mean same could be said about say uh uh alice in wonderland or uh peter pan or wendy Mm -hmm. you know i mean mary poppins is in the united kingdom she is that's true and and those are very obviously stories that take place in the united kingdom Mm-hmm. And so it's like, uh, like I'm for example, I'm not offended that Mary Poppins is in the United Kingdom area. I'm not either. All. I'm not offended by that at all. I mean, I totally get. You know, I, I I'm not I'm not a fan of Aladdin being in Morocco, and I'm not like in love with the idea of Remy being in the French area. But like, as long as he's like small, I don't really mind. I mean, if it was a huge Remy, then I kind of have a problem. Yeah. But it's like, but it's it's this like. It, it's kind of this realism that I'm okay with the fantasy because each one of those areas, while it is some sort of representation of that country, there is a sort of fantastical, like romanticized version of it there. Mm-hmm. And if Mary Poppins is this sort of fairy tale that takes place in the United Kingdom and it's not totally real, but like it takes place in a area that you are supposed to believe that it's real the whole time. I think I'm okay with it. Mm. Did they do it with Mulan in Japan when Mulan came out? Or, I mean, China. China. Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah, she is. Um, she's uh, yeah, they, they, terrible. They station yeah. her there all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I wonder. I wonder. I mean, actually, um, uh, Belle and the Beast—they come out in France too. Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's just it's kind of a retreat from what that area is supposed to be about. Now you can argue, well, maybe that was what they maybe what they were trying to do is simply too hard to pull off. Maybe it's not appealing enough to kids, etc. Well, mm-hmm. I think that what I would say is if if we're gonna hype uh, hypothesize what is that word? Hypothesize. There you go. Is that the, <laughs> all right? Cool. Gak, I got there eventually. Yeah. Uh, I would say that. I'd be okay if they start injecting characters into actual attractions as opposed to walk around characters. If it also meant that they would build additional countries. Yeah. Because I mean, these areas, as you said, Greg, they, they're, they're, they're a little old now and perhaps it's okay to change, but I don't know, but I would feel more okay with it if they, if it also meant that they added a bunch of other countries that I think should be there in between all the other ones. I mean, there's, there's so many cultural areas that are missing. By that theory though, wouldn't they only start building countries that had Disney character tie-ins? Well, I, I mean, mean, they, if you, you know, if you they had might to... have the foresight to do that sort of thing. You're right. And they may actually start building attractions with that in mind. But I would take, uh, let's say, I would take character-infested countries if it meant more of them. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess my concern with that is then how is it not just Disneyland then? I mean, if you're, if you're building, if you're choosing countries based on tie-ins to characters and attractions you can build there, how is that different than deciding to build, you know, Cars Land? Yeah. There's right. No I, don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's terribly different as long as it's because it's, you know it's all in the marketing. And they could have called Cars Land Radiator Springs, but they didn't. They called it Cars Land. They should have called and, Radiator Springs. And if they, like, if, if Epcot remains this, I mean, at least the World Showcase area remains you know, uh, learning about cultures around the world. I don't mind if fictional characters are there because the story of like J.M. Barry's like Peter Pan was in the United Kingdom for a little while. So it's part of that culture just as much as anything else in that country. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. Now, as far as other characters go, maybe not. But I mean, like some of them really, I think are okay. I think the frozen problem really is that it's not a Norwegian tale. You know, yeah, and the I, characters I mean, don't live in Norway. It yeah, looks it like Norway. Me. <laughs> it was know? not obvious to me. And I, to be honest, I think it, the, the only problem I actually have with it reskinning over Maelstrom is that it's too new of a film. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, like, yes, it has had critical success, but it's too new of a thing that it's like, well, you're going to put it in there. And then next year when nobody cares, like, it's the same, it's the same shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think that there's just a much more natural tie with some of these things. Mary Poppins, yeah. totally natural. Yeah, absolutely yes. part of the part of the shared history of the you know, of the of the United Kingdom, you know, and, right. and and makes sense and feels good, you know. It's expected almost. So let's take even a, a step back further. We've talked about Switzerland as being like a country they could possibly do, yeah. and a natural thing to do then would be build a Matterhorn theoretically. Absolutely right. Okay, right. but. Does that betray the concept of World show- Showcase as well? I don't to have think... even a Matterhorn coaster. I feel like I feel like that's that's natural. You know, that feel, that feels right to me because there's a Matterhorn in Switzerland, and they it fits within the 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 sightlines that they would normally be making anyway. You know, so why not put a cool ride in there? Yeah, um, I, you know, I mean, both both. I mean, there are only really two rides in the World Showcase, right? Um. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. so we're talking about Maelstrom, and what's the ride in Mexico? El Rio de Tiempo, I think. Yep. Right. Okay, the River of Time. So anyway, yeah. so there's those two attractions, and both of them are, are pretty tucked away. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though they are there, they're, you, you walk into that area to get there. They're it's both kind of like, hard to find. Yeah, that's true. It's not hard to find. Mm-hmm. No, I said, they're, not... I said they, they're kind of hard to find. Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. sure, sure. It's, it's just that like there's, there's so many other things in that area that draw your attention, and it's mostly the shopping and restaurants, especially the restaurants. Mm-hmm. And if they add new areas or if they keep existing areas and they build you know, Disney character-themed attractions inside, I don't mind as long as they are that same sort of tucked-away feeling. Mm-hmm. Because like, so, yeah. that's that's what makes those areas feel great is that they that they feel big even though they are small. Yeah, there's a real sense of discovery that exists in those. Yeah, that only exists in Animal Kingdom. Um, yeah, nowhere else. That's the, can, that is the best that is the that is the best um, benefit that they've done with those. There's a lot to walk around in each one of those world showcase areas. There really is. Yeah, like and, 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 and they, I, you discover like a new level or a new shop every time you yeah. go. It's and you're cool. right, and they and despite the size, because they're all relatively small. Yeah, they're all really mm-hmm. small, and I mean, like we've we've talked about this before. The plots, you know, in between them too, are enough to fit it up another country. Yeah, and uh, you know, regarding a Matterhorn, you could do a similar thing that they did with the Eiffel Tower back there using forced perspective. Yep. Throw throw Matterhorn behind a Switzerland area, so you see it from the outside just a little bit, but the actual coaster can all take place like outside of that like mm-hmm. main area. Yeah. So yeah, I I would say I feel like a coaster is the wrong thing to have in World Showcase, and the reason I'm saying that is that again, it's supposed to be about learning about Switzerland, and riding a roller coaster has nothing to do with learning about Switzerland. Yeah. Now, I say that, of course, I would love to ride the Matterhorn, and I would get in line every time. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I, right. I feel like okay, so if you have to cheat on all these to make them interesting, then was is the mission the right mission in the first place? That's a really good question. Now, maybe you can sort of di- maybe you're, you can, you dial it back and just say, "Hey, it's an amusement park that's themed around the countries in the world." Yeah, yeah. and that's that's what it is. Uh, and we're we're going above and beyond by having it staffed by people from those countries. We're trying to add a little bit of authentic- authenticity to each of our amusement park lands. So yeah. In other words. You don't you don't start from this is the United Nations. You start from this is a theme park that has some authenticity versus the UN that has a couple of rides thrown in. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, it's obviously this question is something the that that WDI has obviously struggled with as well because yes. sure. they're, they're ha- they haven't put any rides in. You know, like yeah. it's probably the most neglected Disney property. Period. <laughs> In, yeah, in, in a, regard to how much has changed from opening to now, almost yeah. nothing. Almost nothing. You know, there's been yeah. some shoehorning and, and a couple. You know, you know uh, uh, the the brother bear character showed up in in Canada at one point, but like really nothing else has been built. Yeah. <laughs> 